everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Marichka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch, where first-time buyers with an order of $20 or more use that promo code I'mFat20 to save 20%. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, for lots of reasons, like this has been a busy week for the two of us uh, so not necessarily in the in the in food ways just in like everything life-wise so i think it's awesome that this week of all weeks we have a boatload of li- of listener questions to get to so i feel like more than normal it's gonna be a bigger part of the show today so thank you to everybody for interacting yeah thanks for bailing us out because i said to rick yeah, before, pretty much. before the show i said i got a lot of stuff i tried at home which is never the sign sign of a good week i did because it was a long week. I did treat mm-hmm. myself to Long John Silver's this week, nice. as I want to do when I have a stressful week. It's my way of rewarding myself for dealing with stress yes. um, by probably adding more stress down the line. But whatever. <laughs> I was just going to say, boy, <laughs> really put some extra pressure on that heart. What do we need for it? Close off the, the way it goes off everything to the heart. Don't logic me, Rick Camp. I'm not in the mood. Oh, Lord. No, everything's good. Everything's fine. But thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on all of our socials at I'm Fat Pod. That includes Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're on Patreon as well if you want to chip in a few bucks. I know a couple people still have uh, shirts coming. I'm getting to it. I'm really, really sorry. There'll be more clarity on why my week has been so busy next week when I can officially talk about it. But it's all good things. Um, That's what we call in the industry mm, a tease. We sure do. And uh, what else? Oh, T Public Shop. Uh, sale just ended, but a ton of people mm-hmm. saw our tweets and bought shirts uh, over the nice. last 24, 48 hours. So thank you for doing that. If you're interested in some I'm Fat Podcast merch, hit up our Tee Public shop. That link is in our bio. Make sure you use that link anytime you shop on Tee Public. It helps us out. But if you want to help us directly, you've got to use that link. But I saw, again, a lot of people buying other sort of shirts, not just I'm Fat Podcast shirts, which is great. We get a little bit every time you buy anything from mm-hmm. Tee Public. As long as you use that link. The other thing is, I don't know if I communicate this enough. We advertise on our page all different sort of designs, right? Like the fat guy summer shirt and the uh, pizza box shirt and the fry bag shirt, all the things we have. All of them are available in different styles and different, like pretty much any color of the rainbow you want it in. Yes. You can get it in. T Public makes it like as customizable as you'd like. So it's not just what you see on our tweets and on our front page. So go in there and if you like a design but don't love the color, or you'd like it on a hoodie or a phone case or a sticker, all those options exist. So make sure you check that out. Our tea public shop is great and mm-hmm. there are always sales going on. So uh, yeah, we greatly appreciate it when you guys help out there. So, all right, we've got a lot to get to. Why don't we start with what we teased last week? We discussed how we sometimes get in ruts at our yes. favorite places. And we were talking more about our favorite fast food places, right? Places we frequent a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily chain places, but just places where we're very comfortable. Yes. So Rick and I challenge each other to go to a favorite place mm-hmm. and try something new. And yes. I know, Rick, you did that. I know I did it. Why don't we start with what you did this week as a challenge to your palate? Rick Camp, what was your, adve- what was your culinary adventure this week? <laughs> 
So I did this on Monday, partially so I didn't give myself a chance to forget because as the thought map <laughs> always goes to with me, I'm dumb. So Yeah, like me forgetting I, to add money that I owe you to your uh, monthly check for the podcast. Yeah, you know, there's that. Yeah, I, sa- I sent you another 75 today because I forgot 75 more dollars this month. Yeah, <laughs> so, money. Let's go. Oh, and then I brought the check to work and failed to give it to you. Oh uh, well, if it was Friday, it's because I got in there late. Okay, so you were you were gone by the time I got there. Uh, cost so. me tomorrow, and you will have it. Okay, all right. And uh, yeah, so where I went on Monday was one of my favorite places, Penn Station East Coast Subs. And I always forget if that's considered Lombard or Oak Brook technically, but it's like right on the border there. It's on Butterfield Road, and usually I get the I get the Italian sandwich grilled. And it's fantastic. Literally every time I've gone there, which is a lot of times, it is. I've gotten that sandwich. So I go into I go into Penn Station. I see my guy Kevin, and he you know we talk for a little bit, and then he's and then he, you know we have the awkward pause where we both acknowledge, okay, like we should probably just like move on a little bit. <laughs> We've and been he's talking like, too long. Yeah, and he's like, so a regular today doesn't even ask what sandwich, of course, just like what size. And I'm like, actually, here's what we're going to do. And I was staring at the menu and he's like, so you want to try something different? He's like, well, you just don't even get like the thing that we sell the most of. So what I got was a cheesesteak. Okay. And I customized it a little bit just, but you know, just for my palate. So like, usually it comes with onion, mushroom, banana, pepper, and then you can kind of choose wh- how you want it done in terms of sauce, whether like mayo, uh, br- spicy brown mustard, or pizza sauce. So you can kind of like, you know, make it whatever style you want. I went no onion, no mushroom, but I kept the banana pepper and I went with the spicy brown mustard. And when you pair with it, just how good the bread is at Penn Station, when you pair it with the quality ingredients of the steak, I mean, I knew it was going to be good, but like the little bit of different like flavor profile when you get that spicy brown mustard, that was clutch, man. It was really damn good. So is this something that will now add to your rotation? Because we do this all out. Like, oh, I tried something new and it was good, and then we mm-hmm. never get it, which is kind of what led us to our conversation last week with the uh, Portillo's chicken sandwich that we both love, but have really maybe never gotten again because our mind's just not there when we go to that place right it, it won't be like a one it won't be like alternating every time i go but it could be like every third time every fourth time like kind of I'll, i know i'll get a taste for it at some point and i'll absolutely be willing to forego my italian sandwich for that okay so I, I was very happy with it and actually a couple other things from when i was there got a and this may be very logical but i just not really thought to do it uh a fat hack from a normie who i didn't even get the name of she was just like someone else that was eating at penn station uh after my order kevin and i were talking a little bit more about like sports and whatever so i was like well he's like you should probably go before you know those fries are completely complete mush and the person who was asking i think she was asking for more malt vinegar for her fries or whatever was like you know what you do? You get them home, whatever fries are left over. She's like, she said uh, when she goes, she orders extra fries so that she can take them home and put them in the air fryer and crisp them right back up. Brilliant. 
I was like, I was like, that's probably just like logic that just hadn't entered my mind. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. So when I got home, because I didn't eat while I was there, when I got home, while I was having the sandwich, the fries were crisping up in the air fryer. And it wasn't perfect because I think I used, she said six minutes on 240, but I had a ton of fries in there. So I probably should have like adjusted a little bit. Yeah, done a little more. Yeah, done a little more. So that's on me. That's not on the recommendations that I got. But uh, I, I thought that was, that's a great idea. So I'm going to use that moving forward. And then also maybe a tease for next week. Uh, Kevin gets all these magazines for like, you know, working and uh for for uh being at penn station it's like all these like inside the industry type things oh cool and it's an a magazine with like the top 50 chain rest chain uh, fast food places so i didn't really get much of a chance to peruse it this past week but i will be doing so this upcoming week and i will bring this to work and give this to you probably middle of the week so that we can uh we can talk about this a little bit if there's anything interesting because it looks fascinating and kevin's always like yeah i just want to you know contribute to the podcast in terms of our content any way i can yeah so that's thank great you. i love that sort of stuff thank you kevin i appreciate that by the way on your cheesesteak thing mm -hmm. i have gotten i have added cheesesteaks to my jersey mike's rotation where, yeah dude they're good yeah like sometimes if i'm just not feeling the cold sub i'll go yeah. i'll go philly cheesesteak but it's probably like one in five Mm -hmm. would probably be about the ratio, but that's something else. I kind of got out of my zone and tried something new, but that's not what I did this week. What I did this week was I went to Pop's Italian Beef. There's a bunch of them. There's one in Payless. There's one in Homewood right by me. I know there's one in Orland, I think. There's a like there's a, there's a a handful of Pop's Italian Beefs. If you've been to a graduation party on the south side, you've had Pop's. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, like that is, it's just one of the go-to catering places. Yes. So I got the breaded steak. It's something that I'd been wanting to try for a while, and I figured this challenge was a great opportunity to stop just ordering hot dogs mm -hmm. and order something different. So looking at the menu, I couldn't really tell what the breaded steak was, so I had to call up. And I'm like, do you have a breaded steak? They're like, yeah, it's called the Godfather. Okay, great. So it's, you know, breaded steak, obviously. You know what that looks like. With the bun? The bun. It's got red sauce and mozzarella and really really soft sweet green peppers on it i love Ooh. green peppers on a sandwich when they're super i don't like them too snappy okay. i like them really really soft and mushy where they're almost just kind of blend into the bite yeah that's what they had so i had it it was terrific this will add to the rotation so i'm curious before the show i want to make sure i have all the details right because mm -hmm. you never know you just place an order and you just go pay it was only 4.99 really it was it was significantly big, like the size of a beef sandwich. Okay. And there was so much meat in there. Now, it wasn't like the thing at Freddy's, which is just comical, or Rick and Benny's, which is also comical. Mm -hmm. This was a way more manageable uh, breaded steak sandwich. But I still had the port where like the meat was sticking out of the bread and falling out, and I had to kind of reassemble it while I was eating it. For $4.99, that was a great deal. And the other thing is, anytime you order anything at Pops, they yeah. give you fries. Like That's it's good. It comes with everything. Nice. So I forgot that, right? Because Hope got two hot dogs. Eddie got two hot dogs. So there's four fries. And then oh <laughs> I'm God. like, and then give me a large fry. And it was like, <laughs> we had so many freaking fries. It, we, it was almost an entire, you know, takeout brown paper bag, bag full of fries. But if you've oh got a pop, if pops near you and you're just sort of in the rut of hot dogs or beefs or whatever you get there, those are kind of mm -hmm. probably their two most popular items. 
try that breaded steak because it was really, really good. The other thing Pops has that's really good is soup. I know that sounds crazy, but they've got a rotation of soups going every day, and every time I've had it, it's been delicious. Okay, one thing I, I will refuse to do is eat soup in the summer. Oh, I didn't have any this I, time. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> yeah, going to say, no, like, no way. that's a thing for me. Like, I know some people can have soup year-round. I am not one of those people. It has to be, like, around Halloween at the earliest before I'll even, like, consider having soup. I just see you, like, you're at the window with a spoon, and as soon as the first snowflake hits the ground, you're like, Okay, first yep. bite. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That's the that's the soonest you'll have soup. I'm kind of with you. I'm I'm sort of with you on that. I just don't want soup in the summer. Not interested. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we both run hot, so that's kind of one of the things where we don't need the extra help to stay warm because God forbid we put on a long sleeve shirt, we might start sweating anyway. Yeah, no, we won't be doing that. So on this topic, our Culver's insider sent us an email. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna break for him here. We're gonna get to an email first segment he says hey guys heard you discussing your non-traditional orders from some of your favorite restaurants i wanted to give you two from our culver's menu Ooh, okay. first is a beef pot roast sandwich the simple sandwich packs a whole lot of succulent flavor we use premium chuck roast slow braised and a classic blend of herbs and spices hand shredded in our restaurant so it's always perfectly tender and moist served on our signature bun pro tip Add some of our beef gravy on the sandwich or order some on the side for dipping. Ooh. Hell yes. Also, yeah. this sounds like something prime to be stuffed with cheese curds. <laughs> oh, to, yes. I would just take a handful and mash it on there. Yes. Especially with that gravy. Yes. And then the other item is their pork loin sandwich. One of the most underrated items we have, in my opinion, this is from the Culver's Insider, inspired by an Iowa farmhand specialty Our pork loin sandwich uses premium center-cut pork loin, hand-breaded with seasoned cracker crumbs and fried golden brown on a lightly buttered toasted bun. My recommendation would be to keep it simple with ketchup, mustard, pickles, and onions. I did not know that existed. I feel like I've seen the pot roast sandwich before, and I've been like, I should try that, and then don't, Mm -hmm. like everything else in my life. Yeah. Uh, I've not seen the pork loin sandwich, and he sent a photo, which doesn't help on a podcast. Sure. But if you were just sort of glancing at the menu... It just sort of looks like a chi- like a fried chicken sandwich. So your eye okay. may have like you, your eye may have ignored it a little bit. Yeah. So there you go. That's interesting, and it shows that we've been uh, we've been friends too long. When you said that, and my mind immediately said, "Poor cloin sandwich." <laughs> cloin. I like that name. That's like a very cloin. hillbilly name for me. Yes. Poor cloin. Poor cloin. That yeah I okay, twist yeah. my arm I'll try something different at Culver's because like especially if it's a place like Culver's where you just know that every ingredient is quality and we're not just saying that because we have an insider yeah they don't pay us no yet. they don't yet uh, but it's just because it's good stuff like I dare you to try something and have be like yeah right yeah everything there is good and what I like about Culver's is it's very consistent yes. I have the same experience every time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's I love it. And they've got diet root beer, which is so clutch. I just love it. I love it. OK, so as we talk about our friends at Marishka's and Crest Hill, they do pay yes. us. They're our, our longtime friends of me 
and Rick and everybody, we love Marishka's very, very much, and you will too. But that's a place where every time I go, I get the same thing. And I stand by it because it's the poor boy sandwich, and it's what made them famous. Marishka's is at 604 Theater Street in Crest Hill. They're family owned and operated since 1933. And a big part of the reason they've been there since 1933 is that poor boy sandwich. It is absolutely fantastic. It's absolutely perfect. I don't think they've touched the, the recipe in, you know, however many years it's been since they've debuted it. It is fantastic. And if you like garlic, oh my, you are in for a treat because they put that garlic butterine on there. You can buy the garlic butter from Marishka's, by the way. They sell it in tubs. So you can just bring some home and rub some on yourself, whatever you're into. No judgment. Uh, but man, the garlic butter at Marishka's is excellent. But I'm told the other stuff there is good too. Now I have had their mountain of onion rings on the side. I've had the double baked potato, which is fantastic. I tried their mac and cheese before. Um, the fish there is tremendous. From what I'm told, steaks, chopped seafood, whatever you want at Marishka's, you're going to find it. You're going to love it. But if you're going for the first time, do yourself a favor and try that poor boy. Visit marishkas.com or go to facebook.com slash marishkas. They're closed only on Christmas, Easter, the 4th of July, and Thanksgiving. Okay, Rick, we talked about soup. Yes. And how we don't eat soup in the summer. Right. I violated my rule last weekend. Mm-hmm. And I think I talked about this on the podcast. We were going out to dinner for Hope's birthday. Yeah. And we went to Cabra in Chicago, yes. which is a Stephanie Izard restaurant. And I have to tell you, the things we ordered here, if it was just me and Hope, I don't really know what we would have done. We went with our friends, Brian and Sarah, who have been there before. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all we need you to do is trust us. And Hope and I were like, awesome. Okay. Let's do it. So here's what we had. I'm going to start with the things that you would order off the menu, Rick. Okay. Okay. The uh, the hot chorizo and queso dip. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> Holy crap. Yes. Uh, pickled rhubarb, herby, chimmy. I don't know what that is. Sweet potato <laughs> chips and flatbread. It's a chimichanga that gives bad sports thoughts. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Would you try goat empanada? Uh, yeah, I'd probably try it. Goat meat is very, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say plain, but it's not like very exotic. It's just something yeah. we don't eat very often, but it's such a common meat around the world. It's, it's not, yeah. it would never offend. It, like I would tell my mom like, here, try this empanada. And she would like it if I didn't tell her it was goat. Okay. okay so those are, and then, well, I'm going to save the finale because it was absolutely un- unreal. So those are the two I think you would have. So the 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 soup I had for mm-hmm. the first time in my life I tried ceviche, okay, which is cold soup, right? So we got the classic ceviche, which says golden raisin. I'm going to say a lot of things wrong, so sorry. Golden raisin leche de tigre, sweet potato, crispy concha. I don't know what that is, but it was delicious. The salmon ceviche, which also had pistachios and avocado on it. Both fantastic. And, and what they do is they serve you these small plates. Mm-hmm. So everybody shares everything, right? That's that's how that's how the place works. You just order a ton of stuff. Everybody shares it and everybody has a great time. Okay. So those were delicious. Here's the thing that I never thought I would ever love. Okay. And it might have been my favorite thing I had in the entire meal, save for the main entree. Quinoa and tuna salad. I know. Oh. I know you're judging me. And you have every right to judge me, but it had candied pecans on it, so it added mm. like a crunch to it. And the tuna was like just little cubes of 
of tuna, and it wasn't like tuna salad, like mayo oh, tuna. Okay. Salad. Yeah, it was like cuts okay. of fish. It was ac- yeah, it was actual tuna. Yes, that of almost everything I had was my favorite until we got to two things. It was a like a cast iron tiny little dish of grilled shishito peppers. Ooh, they were just like you know like charred, and they were just delicious. You pick them up and eat them. Okay, you know, I think that I think one in ten shishitos is hot. I think that's how the peppers work. Like that's how their their DNA is. Where one in ten is spicy. So nine out of ten shishito peppers agree that like the other <laughs> that, one is that we've hot. agreed to be mild. <laughs> right. Yes. yes, but I got one of the hot ones, which is awesome. And then the grand finale. Okay. The chicharron del puerco. Listen to this. That sounds like something that's not even actually in Spanish that someone would think is Spanish. <laughs> yes. You know, it's pork. It's a uh, puerco. Puerco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, puerco. Move your seat over. You're sticking in the aisle. Um, so this is a skin-on fatty pork shank. Okay? So okay. a giant cut of pork. Okay. Fried. Of course. And you just pick at this giant bone and pull this meat off that is so tender and so juicy. So on the side comes mint strawberry salad. Okay, this, this is like on the side oh. of the plate. So it's strawberries mm. with mint and cilantro, which somehow worked perfectly. Interesting. Elote-style corn salad. Okay. And you just kind of just devour this giant hunk of pork that is <laughs> deep-fried with the skin on. It was absolutely unbelievable. With that, with that fried skin on there, too? Oh, it just it had like a little bit of a... I don't want to say crunch. Crunch is probably not the right word. But like mm-hmm. a crispiness to every bite that was just delicious and all the flavors. Like this is the thing. What amazes me when I have meals like this that are made by people who know how to cook yeah. is how did you know that that and that work together? Yeah, like the mint, the sa- yeah, like the mint strawberry cilantro combo platter is uh not something that would have been top of mind for me. Right, but it worked perfectly. Like they all offset each other just so. So it was a little bit sweet. It was a little bit minty. It was a little bit whatever cilantro is. <laughs> cilantro green. green. Yeah. But it was delicious. <laughs> and that got me thinking, like, this should be a drink. Oh, yeah. Like a mint strawberry cilantro or something should be a drink. So that sure. was delicious. And then we got, like, cinnamon donuts for dessert that were just crazy. It was awesome. Oh. And then the cocktails were insane. Uh, I tried one called Lima Dreamin', which is Azul Tequila Huckleberry Cardamom Lime and Ginger Ale. Oh, and that was great. And then there was one called Warming Up in Oaxaca, which is mezcal, allspice, lime, and ancho reyes. Oh my god! If Didn't you he g- pitch for the Mets he yesterday? Did. Yes, he did. That's <laughs> the guy with the weird delivery. Yeah, but it's on the rooftop of a hotel in like what do you call that? Like Fulton Market, like that area. Yeah. And there's a on the rooftop. There's a pool. It is the coolest place. Uh, it's not cheap. <laughs> you know, it's a it's yeah. a special occasion kind of a place. Sure. But I think like top to bottom, every item I ate was amazing. And the things that I would have ordered on my own, like had I not gone with people who knew, mm-hmm. were probably my least favorite things that we had. Wow. Like the hot chorizo and queso dip was really good, but it was like, okay, you know, I've had that sort of taste before. Yeah. Same thing with the goat empanadas. Like, okay, I've had an empanada with meat in it before. I kind of know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. It was all these other things, the ceviches, 
the quinoa and tuna salad uh, and the um, the grilled chichitos and, of course, the pork that like really took the it was just it was amazing. It was an amazing meal. And I was very proud of myself for just saying, whatever, put it in front of me and I'm going to try it. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, there's a little mayo on there. Like, no, I, if it was if it was served, if the chef thought they went together, I tried everything together and there was nothing where I was like, no, that's not for me. I loved right. all of it. So it was an encouraging moment for me to try something like truly. I don't mm-hmm. know if gourmet is the right word, but you know what I mean? And and be rewarded by liking everything. Yes. And I think it just sort of opened. Now that just opens so many doors now to just try yeah. other things and not be afraid of it. Yeah, you let the chef take the wheel. I did. <laughs> the chef took the wheel. <laughs> you know where the chef shouldn't have taken the wheel? Uh, SoFi Stadium. <laughs> oh, my God. And, yes. and I saw this on Twitter, and it, it bothered me to no end. So SoFi Stadium, for those keeping score at home, is where the L.A. Rams and L.A. Chargers play. And Arash Markazi, who's a, a now a radio host in San Diego, was like, in the press box for one of these preseason games. I don't remember who was playing. doesn't really matter. And he was appalled at some of the food they're putting out and especially the prices. And it's very disturbing. And, and as we're speaking, I'm just going to retweet it from the podcast Twitter account. I just did that. I'm Sorry. Pod. <laughs> I already okay. did. Oh, no, that's will, fine. This will come up on tomorrow's podcast. So I just put it out there as you Perfect. were speaking. Okay. So... This quote unquote pizza <laughs> that is there. Let me interrupt you real quick. Yes. Of the things you're about to tell people about, this is the, if I had to pick one of the things to order, this would be the one. Yeah, because the, yeah, because replacement level is so high. But I love that Arash in his tweet called it marinara pizza because it, I swear to God, it looks like, uh, it looks like a, a breadstick or something from like one of your chain pizza places that has like day old marinara on it with like, is, I don't know if that's supposed to be little blips of mozzarella and then (laughs) some green thing. It looks like, or is it garlic? Maybe basil. I think think you're right. I think it's basil and little drops of mozzarella, but this bread looks like um, the worst focaccia you've ever had. Yes. Like, I think I might rather eat the box that it came in than the actual <laughs> item itself. It is. And they charge $15 for this thing. Well, they got to pay for that stadium. <laughs> they yeah, pay right. for it somehow. I mean, it, it, liter- it is seriously a, an, ab- an abomination. Like, all, the, all four of these items. Like, this hot dog that they have. Oh, my God. In terms of length, good length hot dog. However... It looks more like glorified jerky. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it looks like it just got like burned to hell. It looks like it's been somewhere for a long time. Like, yes. hey, I found a hot dog behind the grill. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's on the most generic ass hot dog bun, too. The bun? Yeah, the bun is the bun is tragic. I can I can taste this photo. Yes. Where everyone's had the hot dog at the party. Mm-hmm. where it was like grilled probably three hours ago. It's the last one on the plate. Maybe you arrived late, right? Mm-hmm. And the bun has zero moisture, like yeah. zero softness. It yes. just is your most, the cheapest Dollar Tree uh, hot dog bun you can buy. 
Yeah, like if if Five Below had food, it would have this <laughs> this hot dog. <laughs> I don't know why I just buzz tossed five below. <laughs> they shouldn't, though. It's good that they don't. Yes, it's, it's very good. Keep, keep selling me extremely cheap phone cables. What does they set my car on fire? Well, what are you going to do? Right. Okay. Then they have the cheeseburger sub, which, which is... Like they they essentially took a burger, cut it in half, <laughs> threw it on the bun, uh, then threw cold American cheese on it. Like like didn't try to melt it at all or anything like that. <laughs> Some pickles, and I think they did like one quick of ketchup and it called like, it a day. <laughs> it looks like they had ketchup on a plate somewhere and like dropped the bun on the ketchup by yeah. mistake. <laughs> right? It, it oh my but god. Yeah. So it it is sub shaped. And yes. they clearly just took a burger patty and sliced it in half and then laid it longwise. I, it must have been like, we ran out of buns, so we're just going to call this a, a hamburger sub. It is yeah. the most half. I will say there are two slices of cheese on it, at least on one half of it for some, yeah. for some reason. <laughs> right. The f if you look closely at this sandwich, and if you go to the I'm Fat Podcast Twitter, you'll see it. It looks like two side-by-side -side frowning faces. It, re it really does. I think it's how you would feel if you ordered it as well. Yeah, like, I, I swear this stuff is legitimately, like, worse than what you would see at most, like, high school sporting events. Ugh. It is, and then this last, what's this last one supposed to be? A veggie, veggie burger? burger so, yeah. For one thing, get your veggie burgers out of my face, just in general. Right. And then we're giving it the same treatment as the other one, where it's like, you take your veggie burger, slice it in half. Now you only get like one layer of the cold cheese and still four pickles. And that's it. Look, like if you're going to punish people like I will for the first time in history, I'm going to take the side of the veggie burger people. If they have made the decision in their lives to not enjoy meat, mm -hmm. please don't make them suffer further with this trash ass sandwich. True. This is offensive. Yeah. Like if you're going to spend over two billion with a B dollars on a stadium. Yep. How about you get your guys a kitchen? Or oh, we forgot to build a kitchen. Crap. Oh. <laughs> so uh, they're like working out of a broom closet. Oh my god. Like it's that's so that's literally bad. what it looks like. Ugh. Why the hell would you order food from there? And Arash Markazi photographed these. In a semi-artistic way, like he used yes. like good photos, good angles. He made it look as good as it could look, like in person. <laughs> right. Like I swear to God, I would see this and I would be like, "What? Couldn't you have just ordered pizza from another place and just like thrown it on a plate?" Like I would rather that than this. Just do that. Just do that. Really, I mean, find the local pizza place. Like a lot of the like, stadiums in Chicago do that. Like it's either Giordano's or they've got Nancy's Pizza or whatever. Looking Just, at this, I would yearn for Papa John's over this yeah, crap. No, that that is literally like a piece of dried up crappy focaccia with just a little crumble of mozzarella and some old ass basil that's like just torn and dropped on there. Absolutely not. And it's funny just because, again, like to the way it was photographed when I first saw it, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, more cool stadium food items. And I started looking at the pictures first before I read the comments. I'm like. This all looks bad. Am I am I imagining that this looks good? I'm like, okay, now I'm reading the comments that yeah, it's trash. 
Yes. I mean, if I paid $15 for that piece of pizza, and look, I'm not I'm not one of those people that gets bent out of shape about ballpark prices. Like, it just is what it is. It's going to be that sure. way forever. So just sort of just take it. But like 15 bucks for that, for some dry ass piece of crust? No. No, thank you. Sorry. Not going to do that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, one other thing here. We got, you know, at I'm Fat Pod on all of our social media accounts. Mm-hmm. We had a very notable follow this week. Yes, we did. Uh, Lou Malnati's <sighs> now follows the I'm Fat Podcast on Twitter. Every time what? something like this happens, I just have visions of, of what might come. Um, aside from myself and um, visions of pepperoni pizza <laughs> dancing in its head. Really? Oh, man. We could hope. I mean, I know the guy. I think his name is John, who runs the uh, Flossmore Lou Malnati's. Okay. And one time I actually went to pick up my order. He's like, it's on me. I'm like, whoa. What? Whoa. Finally, Big Fat pays off. Big shooter. I know. Um, and I got the Lou Malnati's salad, which is delicious. There I said it. Yes, it's true. If you must have a salad, the Lou Malnati's salad is the one to get. Also, get their pepperoni in the salad because, A, that makes it more palatable for this podcast. And also, their pepperoni is delicious. And, like, if you're going to have a salad, like, actually, like, pepperoni, like, if you're going to do something like that, works well for that. Pepperoni salad. Uh, Sorry. I don't know. I'm trying to to cater to the youngins. That was my Harry Styles watermelon sugar. Oh, is that what that was? I I can't sing, Rick. Okay. See, I I thought you were going... Watermelon salad. like Oh, like Mario. Yeah, more Pepperoni Mario. Salad. Pepperoni salad. I like that. By the way, did you... I Somehow, you're fat, you worked at IMS, and you're not a wrestling guy. Uh, yeah. John Cena last night wore on SummerSlam, came out in a t-shirt that was like Super Mario Brothers 3 themed. Okay. But it was like him jumping like off the top rope. It was really funny. It oh, nice. Cute. And he's got a weird body going on. He's he, he's kind of falling into old man old man body territory. Even though he's is, still is that ripped, it, I was just say, okay. So I forget who I was talking to. It might have been you. Uh, where I was just like, so in his time where he was away and just you know doing all the acting stuff, did he like thin his body out somewhere? It just wasn't like muscle. It was more like a oh, muscle. Yeah, he looks more narrow in the hips. Yeah, like he looks definitely leaner, but he went the opposite way of The Rock, who's like three times the size he he was when he wrestled. Now, The Rock is way bigger now than when he yeah. wrestled. He's yeah. just pure he's muscle one, at this point. Yeah, he's one. He's like one big muscle. Yeah, oh, man. Anyway, SummerSlam was good. I enjoyed it. No one cares. Um, yeah. Is that the one where they have the? Uh, like 30 people that come into the ring at different times. No, What's that's that one. The Royal Rumble. That's Royal Rumble. Yeah, okay. That's always I've watched fun. that a few times. Yeah, that's for someone that's a complete novice. That's kind of fun. Now, as you learn to watch sports, you sit, learn to watch sports like you call it like off the ball or off the puck. Mm-hmm. Like when you've really learned how to watch a sport, you know how to watch it without following the ball or puck yes. exactly where it's going. I challenge you next time you're watching the Royal Rumble to watch the wrestlers who are not actually participating in the like the impactful moment. moment it's like yeah. the side guys who are clearly like just kind of <laughs> they're just like laying there watching what's going on yeah they might like, like feign, their breath. yeah they might like feign a punch every now and again or whatever but <laughs> clearly there are moments that are supposed to be highlighted and showcased right like oh this guy yeah. just landed this finishing move or whatever so the camera's going to be on them sometimes keep an eye on the periphery guys who are just kind of like oh i'm i'm hitting you oh or look how much i'm suffering 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fun. I don't make fun of the fake element of wrestling. I just think in a Royal Rumble, not everybody can be going all out all the time. Yeah. It's just yeah, a space some issue. Some of them are in there for a hot minute. Yeah, it's a long, long friggin' time. It's like I've always said, I don't consider it a sport, but you absolutely have to be an athlete to do it. I think some of the greatest athletes are wrestlers. Honestly, I really like I truly believe that. Like I watched mm-hmm. um, Seth Rollins last night do some amazing things. This guy called Cesaro does okay. some incredible feats of strength and, and acrobatics. It's uh, isn't it? Mm, Kofi Kingston Kofi does like Kingston, a cool yep. thing. Doesn't he do like a cool thing off of either? I don't know if it's. He like he's really acrobatic in like some of his well, stuff, and right? even like going back to when I was really watching like the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy would just they would jump off the top of a ladder like onto the floor, like it just incredibly incredible feet. And like what's amazing about it is the athleticism comes in not killing themselves, like they know how yeah. to jump hey, from exactly. a ladder to a person without hurting themselves or someone else. To be able to have that level of control of your body is remarkable. Yes. This has nothing to do with being fat. I'm very, very sorry. Now, resetting. Go buy yourself a car right now. Just get out. <laughs> just, just, grab your keys and say, I'm done with whatever I'm driving. Eric Vates at Mazda of Orland Park. I need a new car. And then drive out to Orland Park and get one. 708-444-3200. If you want to warn them that you're coming, that'd be fine. But go do it right now. You have to. That's... I'm, I'm no longer asking nicely. Go buy a car. Get yourself a Mazda, a CX-5, uh, anything at Mazda is terrific. But I've been driving a CX-5 since 2015, which mm-hmm. I purchased at Mazda of Orland Park. And I will be a customer of theirs for life. Their service is second to none. You can buy a car anywhere. You can buy a Mazda at a lot of Mazda dealers. But if you want service, if you want to be treated right, if you don't want to be abused and lied to and exploited, Go to Mazda of Orland Park, MazdaofOrlandPark.com, 708-444-3200. Ask for Eric. He's been with the I'm Fat Podcast for a long time now. He is a, um, he's a fat? I think he's comfortable with me saying that. Okay, I was going to say, I hope you're not asking for my thought because I have yet to meet Eric. Let's so. say this. If I don't do the read next week, you'll know he was not good with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But if you go buy a car this week, you can guarantee he won't cancel. And anytime you go to any of our sponsors, make sure you tell them that you heard about mm-hmm. them on the I'm Fat Podcast. That'd be greatly appreciated. All right. As I mentioned early on, um, I had a lot of like at-home eating experiences this week. So I want to just yeah. kind of rifle through them real quick. Last night, we wanted to um, watch a movie. We watched Goonies with Addie finally. She finally got the nerve to watch it. She was a little bit scared because she knows there's some peril and she loved it. She was on the edge of her seat the whole time. She'll never admit that she likes something we showed her, but then she'll just talk about it all day. Nice. That's <laughs> I mean, hey, you you got it. You got a preteen there, so she did not like sloth. She was a little bit scared of sloth. Really? I will say. Well, I mean, that's a little bit of a scary image if you're not yeah. expecting it. Um, but she loved Chunk, our guy, Chunk, yep, a favorite. Of course. Um, so while we we're watching the movie, we did we, we call it like apps and zerts night, where we just make appetizers and we just Share them. So we did from Aldi. These were excellent. The brand is Appetito, which is authentic Spanish. Okay. Yes. Uh, the Southwestern style egg rolls. These were awesome in terms of like something you just throw in the oven or air fryer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for the price, I think it came within an eight pack. And these things were hefty. They were very wide around, and they were stuffed with ingredients like black beans, corn, 
Um, you know, cheese, they were absolutely delicious. Highly recommend those from Aldi. Again, they're the Appetito brand, <laughs> Southwestern style egg rolls. Then we had Trader Joe's Buffalo style chicken poppers. These are in like a triangle shape, like puff pastry kind of a, uh, I don't know. It's almost like an empanada, I guess would be the right way to describe it. Okay. Gotta say for the description, did not love those. And I'm usually a, a Trader Joe's stan where everything they make is great. I don't know. It's just there wasn't enough chicken. There wasn't enough cheese. There just wasn't enough going on. I felt like I was eating an empty pocket most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's that's problematic. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. Um. So those were, um, you know, they, I, I'm almost never disappointed by Trader Joe's, but I was disappointed by those. But that's what we had last night. So try them if you want. They're not terrible. But the Trader Joe's Buffalo style uh, chicken poppers, not not great. Uh, then this morning, Hope made the Trader Joe's hash browns. Okay. They buy them in the frozen section. Mm-hmm. Just put them in the oven on a cookie sheet. I think it's 400 for like whatever. They taste identical to the McDonald's ones. They're fantastic. Really? Yes, they're fantastic. And I'm assuming you could probably air fry those too. Mm-hmm. And then you may have seen if you drink coffee at home. The brand is Califia Farms. It's a bottle. It's sort of like vase shaped where it's like Was Califia Farms. It is with Califia. Yes. Where it's like it's wide on the bottom and a narrow at the top. It, it, it has a very cool, sleek bottle and they make creamers and they make iced coffees. But we saw they now have like their own kind of lemonades. Califia mm-hmm. Farms tart cherry lemonade. Uh huh. Dude. It really was fantastic. And now, as I just had all these cocktails at Cabra, I'm like, what can I do with this? What can yeah. I do with this tart cherry lemonade to make it just amazing? And I'm wondering, like, can I just make a margarita with that? Like, why not, right? I don't see why not, yeah. Well, only one way to find out. Right. So are you saying, so if people are looking for the bo- for that, look for the bottle that's little in the middle, but it, it's got much back? Correct. That is what I'm saying. And there is, on top, there is a <laughs> an illustration of a... Of a woman, like that's how you know it's the right brand. Califia Farms. Okay. Uh, all their, I love. I use their creamer for my coffee. I really like yeah. the brand in general, but yeah. this tart cherry lemonade was fantastic. And I know I can't drink too much because it's really sugary. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Oh, by the way, for next week, where I'm heading when this podcast is over, uh huh. I'm going to Cineholic, which is a cinnamon bunnery. What? Uh, yes. This is where I'm heading today with our friends. Um, I was supposed to go see Jason Isbell tonight, but I'm not going to be able to make that mm-hmm. work. So instead, we're going to Cineholic Bakery. Full review coming next week. I might have to do oh. a couple of videos at this place. Yes, I, I think you should. Yeah, just okay. be- because I am as intrigued as anybody. By the way, for the uh, Wiz Khalifa Farms, but is the is the packaging black and yellow? Uh. No, I think okay. it, I think well it depends on the product. Okay. Like the, the creamers are cream colored, the coffees are brown, and the uh char- cherry lemonade is red. Okay. I was just interested. Is this like a reference I'm not getting? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, good. So I'm sure someone somewhere is getting it. Yeah. Oh, I don't worry. <laughs> just because you're not saying damn it, Rick, someone else is. Oh, all right, sorry. <sighs> damn it, Rick. Yep. Okay, good. Is it time now to ask the fats? It is. Ask a fat about this and that. 
It's time to chat with the fans. Um, only one voicemail this week, but anytime we ask the fats, it is brought to you by our friend, Charlie, the bacon guy who's with us now with his weekly bacon report. Thanks, Jay. Your weekly bacon flavors are maple pepper, rosemary pepper, garlic, jalapeno garlic brought to you by the I'm fat podcast, buffalo bacon and ranch bacon. I also still have the half pound increments of the new sample flavors available. Those flavors are curry ginger, Caribbean jerk, honey chipotle, raspberry chipotle, and Sazerac, which is a rye whiskey and orange flavored bacon. Bacon jams are original, bourbon, vanilla bourbon, habanero, peach, and peach bourbon. Stickers, t-shirts, hockey jerseys. Don't forget to stock up on bacon for Labor Day weekend. Let's have a great week for the Bacon Report. I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. I always wonder what Charlie's doing when he records his messages. Yeah, well, so that one, I thought I heard, like, shorter little breaths. So I was wondering if he was... Breaths. Oh. Like, almost like maybe he was holding his child that's reaching for the phone while he's doing this. Oh, that could be. That could be. Uh, Maybe he's being held hostage and was trying to communicate something with a series of scratching sounds. Yeah. See, that's the thing, though, is I, I couldn't even give I couldn't even give you the SOS if I wanted to. Yeah, so, I, just, I just like to play like, where is Charlie? Yes. We've had him on the back of a Sherman tank several times. <laughs> yes. uh, we've had him in an empty theater where his voice is just echoing wildly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always a fun adventure. But if you want to order from Charlie the Bacon Guy, you, you should. And if you haven't yet, what's wrong with you? You're listening to this podcast. You clearly like bacon. So it's time. Instagram, Charlie the Bacon Guy. Slide into his DMs. Do not send him a picture of any parts of your body. Just tell him about the bacon you want. Email charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. Hit him up on Twitter at CZTheBaconGuy. He's based out of Woodridge, Illinois. Obviously, the seller of bacon and bacon jams. Always a nitrate and nitrite-free product. All naturally cured applewood hickory smoked thick sliced bacon. And it is awesome. Shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of 15 bucks. He can deliver personally if you're in the Western Burbs. Otherwise, you guys can arrange to meet somewhere in the middle. Charlie will make it work for you. And as we say every week, the best thing you can do is order more than you probably plan on to save on that shipping. If you got to get it shipped, that $15 flat rate is for five pounds. It's for 10 pounds. It's for 15 pounds. It is a flat rate. So I say double your order just because you're going to love it. Uh, you know, even if you're kind of unsure about a flavor, maybe order a pound of that and a pound of something you know you're going to like. But I've not tried anything from Charlie I didn't like, and I, and I haven't heard anyone say, eh, it wasn't for me. Yes, it was. It's Kraft Bacon. Everyone loves it. So get yourself right. some. CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com. Instagram, CharlieTheBaconGuy. Twitter, CZTheBaconGuy. All right. Ready? Let's get to our lone voicemail of the day. Hey, Fats. This is Jake calling with a fat session this morning despite it being a little rainy out i decided to take the initiative and run a few errands that we've been needing to get done and as a treat from myself on the way home i decided to stop at the local casey's and grab myself a couple slices of breakfast pizza i went with the bacon variety delicious as always i highly recommend it the problem is what i didn't know was as a thank you for me running these errands so she didn't have to, my wife had put together a huge breakfast, which was waiting for me. Mm. Biscuits and gravy, eggs, the whole nine yards. 
So I was faced with the dilemma. No. Do no. I try to come up with some cockamamie story as to why I couldn't eat this breakfast? No. Or do I choke up on the bat and power what? through and uh, go ahead and take care of it? And yes. uh, being a man of integrity, not <laughs> wanting to lie to my wife and reasoning with myself that, hey, I can just skip lunch. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and I ate the whole breakfast. Nice. Yes. And uh, I'm a blessed man. My wife's a great cook. It was delicious. The problem is, about 1 o'clock, one thirty, I started to get a little hungry. So I put a couple of ham and Swiss sandwiches together and fulfilled the, my lunchtime needs. I regret nothing. I, 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 first of all, there's no dilemma. Right. You know, I mean, you just, well, I'm going to be more full than I thought. But the lunchtime yeah. thing, well, you know, it's natural. You stretch your stomach out. And mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that he's um, emptied his stomach <laughs> based on what he ate. <laughs> right. So. Well, uh, uh, yeah. And the other thing is, though, if you're going to keep up the bit, you have to eat some sort of lunch. Right. Because then the suspicion comes if, you know, yeah, if his, his wife is like, yeah, I made him this, this great big breakfast, but skipping lunch altogether, red flag. Mm-hmm. Eating, <laughs> eating a little bit of lunch. No flags. No flags. Right. You got to eat some lunch. That's 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 definite. All right. Well, yes. so let's get to our emails here because we've got a lot. And we're running a little bit late. Cool. This one's from our guy Lance uh, from the Tournament of Junk. He says, "Hey, dear Rick, so oh, the boy. Reese's tease of doing PB cups with potato chip bits has been going on for over a year now. Last year, of course, the pandemic slowed down the launch." Mm-hmm. Then we heard spring of 2021, and it okay. still hasn't happened. I got impatient, so I bought a four-pack and a bag of Lay's, carefully positioning one chip atop the cup and diving in. One chip was fine, but two was the perfect ratio, since apparently many recent fans are obsessed with ratio. So until Hershey blesses us with the official product, mm-hmm. I heartily endorse the do-it-yourself Reese's with potato chips cup. Why he addressed that to you, I do know he's trolling you because you hate yes. peanut butter. Yes, because I am correct about peanut butter. I'm going to say something controversial here, Rick, if you give me a second. Big fan of Reese's peanut butter cups. Big fan of the Reese's company, everything they do. Just stop mashing stuff into a peanut butter cup. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's perfect already. Like, you don't need to go ahead and, and keep adding stuff. I will say, the one... Did they hire an Oreo executive well, or something? There are, like, pretzels stuffed, but you don't need that because the salt is accomplished by the peanut butter. Yeah, I was so going to say. adding the salty element of a pretzel or a potato chip doesn't really, to me, add much. You already have the salt and the sweet accomplished. That's what makes a peanut butter cup so perfect. I will say, though, if you get the big cups, the mm-hmm. ones with the mini Reese's peanut butter... Uh, what are they called Reese's Pieces the ones with the mini Reese's Pieces in there are great because it adds that crunchy texture to it sure that is terrific but in terms of like adding a salty element to an already salty peanut butter no what's the point that's you're you're overdoing it I think that's I think it's overkill I'll try them when they come out just out of curiosity Mm -hmm. but all these things I've tried yeah I will say though the fast break is really good their Reese's fast break candy bar is delicious Okay. If yeah, such things interest that. you. Yeah. Like I said, I, I will go along conceptually with all this with the umbrella understanding that I will never touch it. Yeah. Okay. This Wait, one can from, I ask you? Yeah. I just, just, I'm just curious. Sure. 
and we may have addressed this before and I forgot with my mm-hmm. old brain. Did you have like an experience with peanut butter you don't like or did you try it and hate it or is it something that will not and has not ever entered your body? Oh, no, I've had it like every once every few years, like someone I know will be like just so infuriated with me about it <laughs> that they're like, you have to just try something with peanut butter. And I end up like, you know, every few years or so, I'm like, fine. So I've had just, you know, straight peanut butter. I've tried, you know, PBJs. I've tried Reese's cup, whatever, like different contexts of peanut butter. And it's just always yeah. Ugh. Okay. like the, I know I've, I think I've mentioned the story before, but, uh, when I was working like Saturday, Sunday mornings at the score, like years and years ago, um, and I would stop at a certain gas station and I went in to get, get a, get like a liter water to bring to work. So it, I don't have to refill as much and all that kind of thing. And I wanted to get, I was like, Oh, the, um, uh, why am I losing it right now? The Ritz bits with the cheese. Oh yeah. They always had those. So I was like, yes. So the one morning I'm, you know, like half awake going through there, getting to the car afterwards. I got my Ritz bits. I've got my water, take a sip of the water, take a, take a bite of a Ritz Ritz bits. And I freaked out on the road and like, like jarred, like jarred the car. Thankfully not towards the car in the, in the next lane, because I accidentally grabbed a peanut butter one and didn't notice it took a bite and in a fit of rage rolled my window down and chucked them out the window <laughs> that's what happened with me and mayo when i when i was a kid my mom made my we both got ham and cheese sandwiches but my sisters got mayo and mine did mm-hmm. not and we got like the wrong bag one day and i took a bite mm. and i was like, <laughs> like yeah. immediately like wet and spit it in the garbage and Ugh. threw it out and i like i may have cried i was probably like five or six yeah. And that's why mayo has haunted me forever. Yeah. I like there. There are other people. There are people out there that agree with me on peanut butter. I know. Uh, one, one of them, Jason Leisure of the Sun-Times that covers the Bears. Okay. Not a peanut butter guy. All right. So, yeah. You can be wrong, too. Well, we're right. But, you know, other than your wrong term, uh, we'll, we'll go there. Okay. This one from Greg. And I think we can answer this one fairly quickly. Yes. Spicy nuggets or barbecue sauce. Oh, I have to choose one of these? Yeah, see, see, my my three-word answer. Why not both? Right. But is it a is it a this or that kind of a question? I think so. I I guess. Like um, I'm assu- I'm assuming we're we're saying either spicy nuggets or you can have like non-spicy nuggets with barbecue oh, sauce. That. That's how that, that's okay. how I'm reading it. Got it. I will do regular nugs with barbecue sauce. Yeah, my first choice is why not both? My second choice is regular with barbecue sauce. Okay. And if we're giving one up forever, I'm giving up spicy nuggets too. Yes. Just because I can make them spicy if I need to. Exactly. All right. Nice. All right. Got one here from James the Poser Fat. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says, Morning Fats, OG fan, first time reaching out. Full disclosure, I am only an honorary fat, being rightfully dubbed by my BFFF, best fat friend forever, who can attest to my appetite and love of fried food, curse my metabolism. In fact, we were roommates. Mm-hmm. When we were roommates, we were referred to as hamburger and hot dog by our friends. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, okay. my BFFF and his wife had their firstborn Thursday night. He was going to bring the wife and baby home this morning when I received the following text. Quote, so when I come back this morning, I brought the car seat up from the car. I had to stop to get us Wendy's breakfast, so I had the Wendy's bag in the car seat. As I was walking into the hospital, a lady looking in the carrier to see the baby... <laughs> 
and it was just a Wendy's bag. She gave me a weird look, and I just laughed like a crazy person. I love the show, guys. Uh, can't wait for cooler weather so I can rock my I'm Fat podcast donut hoodie again. That's oh from James, God. the poser fat. I love the visual of walking into the hot. It's like the it was cans in speed where the lady's pushing the stroller and the bus hits the stroller, but it's just full of cans for some reason. Yes. It's the, oh, let me see your baby. Oh, it's a spicy chick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I will take that over the baby. Yes. <laughs> Less maintenance involved. Yes, definitely. That's That's awesome. All right. This one's from Tim. Hey, Fats, just wanted to pass a little info along. I just got back from vacation in Vegas and wore my fat guy summer shirt loud and proud. Nice. Thank you for that. Got a lot of compliments on it and told some of them about the podcast, so hopefully you'll have some new downloads soon. As you know, vacation isn't just about food and relaxation. It's about the... Wait. Isn't just about fun and relaxation. I saw enough and assumed it was food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's about food as well. Anyone traveling to Vegas, here's a couple places to check out. First, Nacho Daddy across the street from the Cosmopolitan. Okay. Delicious margaritas, including the spicy cucumber and Mexican candy, as well as 14 different nacho varieties. There should be some more punctuation in here, I think. Um, <laughs> this is my struggle every week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, doing this on the fly, not great. We had in our group the enchilada nachos, the southern fried chicken, the best of the group, Ooh. the buffalo chicken, steak fajita, and nacho average burger. Well worth the trip with lots of L's. Uh, also ate at the Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill. Had the Beef Wellington. It's pricey, but if you can swing it, it's delicious. And Hex Kitchen and Bar in Paris. And P.S. Wanted to ask of this or that of Pop-Tarts or Toaster Strudel. His 13-year-old wants to know. Pop-Tarts. If I think the ceiling's much higher on Toaster Strudels. Probably. I just like the variety of flavors. And yeah. um, the simplicity of a Pop-Tart. That's fair. One, thank you for all the recommendations. That is good. Uh, I've still never been to Vegas. I got to, you know, check that one off the list at some point here. Eh. Yeah. I went a number yeah. of times in my 20s, and that was the right time to go. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if I went now, I would just be annoyed with everybody. Yeah, see, like, <laughs> I don't think I would do the full tilt experience. I'd probably, like, set myself up in a sports book watch some games, make enough bets so they get free drinks, and yeah. like that's about it. Uh, anything beyond three days is too long in Vegas. Yeah, that, I feel like that's kind of like what happened to me in New Orleans, where I loved New Orleans, but I was there way too long. Yeah. For one thing, it was early July. Mm, For another thing, we were there eight days. That's too much. Yeah, like, and we I, were like a block off of the, of the uh, um, French Quarter. Vegas so. is cool because... Everything is so enormous and everything mm -hmm. is so elaborate, like just to see the hotels and like the way they're designed and yeah. like the fountain at Bellagio and, and the gondolas at the Venetian. And it's just very cool and very overwhelming. And it's a cool experience. And I like my game is roulette. I like to play roulette because I feel like I'm somewhat in control of. OK, I, I'm, I know I'm not, but it's just in my brain. I also sure. don't need to worry about other people as much. Like, yeah, like oh, when you play that's more of a blackjack thing. Yeah, right? like I don't screw. I don't want to have etiquette. It's my money. Yeah, not, screw you. I'm trying to win my money. I don't don't care about anyway. Um, but I went a couple times and enjoyed it. But I don't think I ever need to go again. But if there was a reason, like a concert or a game or something, I'd consider mm -hmm. maybe I'll go see the Hawks play out there sometime. That'd be fun. That, yeah, that'd be cool. All right, I got one more on my end. Okay, and it's a brief one. <laughs> brief from an old friend. Hi, Fats. This is Southside Butt Rash Carolyn. Carolyn nice. was in Seattle 
and sent a picture of a moderately long line. Okay. Which would not be noteworthy, except for the picture was taken at a Qdoba. Yeah! (laughs) And a moderately long line at Qdoba is like an around-the-block line for most places. So, there you go. She said, Qdoba is a smash hit in Seattle. P.S. Yes, I was wearing cotton, a.k.a. breathable underwear, when at the batting cages. (laughs) If you don't know why Carolyn is telling us about her underwear... Go back and listen to our previous episode, and you'll find out why. It's it's incredible. Yes, it, it's it's absolutely must listen. But yeah, uh, I'm telling you, man, like Qdoba's got some good stuff. So All right. you know, if 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 you're around one, which I get that that can be a bit of a, a hang up for a lot of people, but uh, if if you're in the area of one, I recommend if you haven't or haven't in a while, give it a spin. I try. I had the uh, that fry or not fr- not fried. Uh, the like habanero salsa, the fiery habanero salsa again this week, and still really good. Like still that perfect amount of heat. All right, so. I'm gonna try it this week. I'm gonna do my best to try Qdoba this week. Awesome. You, you have my word. All right, I have one more as well. All right, this one from Michael. You touched on this briefly on last week's pod, but I want to ask how you measure fast food heat slash spice at a normal restaurant or a local wing place. For example, I can normally handle pretty spicy things and normally go for hot or extra hot wings. But in the fast food world, a Taco Bell ghost pepper item comes in at like a medium spice level for me. How do you guys gauge this and what are some hotter items that you've had from a fast food place? It seems like he's on the right track. I'm very similar. Like I know mm-hmm. ghost pepper at Taco Bell is going to be like, oh, that's a little tingly. Yeah. But if I see a ghost pepper wing at a wing proper place. Yeah, not I, going near it. No. Like, I might try one or like I might dip a fry in a sauce just to taste it. Sure. But I'm not going to order ghost pepper wings from any proper wing place. And that would include like a B-dubs because like the blaze in a B-dubs is effing hot. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've told the story before about how I got tricked into having one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Like... If you ever have a sinus infection or anything <laughs> like that, one blazing wing, and that will clear everything out. Yeah, that'll do it. Don't do the TikTok thing where people are sticking cloves of garlic up their nose. Just go what? to be. Yeah, that's the new TikTok trend is to clear your sinuses. You take two cloves of garlic and stick one in each nostril, and it's supposed to clear your sinuses out. And the videos are gross because it's like. Hey, I'm a hot girl. I'm like 25 and I'm in a bikini. I'm going to try this garlic thing. And then two seconds later, just a ball of snot is flying out of her head. (laughs) Jesus. So I don't know. It apparently works, but like all TikTok trends, just don't because you never know. Um, Right. But yeah, that that, that blazing will get you. But I think you're on the right path. So, okay. So the question is fast food items that are legitimately hot. I mentioned last week. The hot salsa at Chipotle is legit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to send you to the hospital or anything. But no, if you don't like hot, don't order the hot salsa because it is legit hot. The other right. thing is, I did think at launch, the McDonald's spicy chicken nuggets were legitimately spicy. And then they had the mighty hot sauce. And yeah. that was pretty hot, too. But they don't have those anymore. I don't. I can't think of any more like fast food non-wing places that have a really hot item. Yeah, there's hmm. like Wendy's spicy chicken will get you now and again. Like, yeah, the 
yeah and like same with the culver spicy chicken too that one's a little uh, in terms of like spicy chicken sandwiches it leans a little more to the spicy end i guess right but it's not like actually hot right right yeah that- yeah I, I think that's fair though that yeah on the whole fast food spice is, to- is toned down in terms of what they consider spicy but when you think about it the fact that it's trying to be you know as mass produced as possible they gotta tone it down for the average person right yep if you're one of those psychopaths that you know likes pain <laughs> as part of your food experience you know you can find places to do that but generally used, that's of the sit down variety i used to get the blazing uh every time we go to b-dubs i would get it like on the side just to dip my tenders in and it's a little easier when you control it like when it's sure. on a wing especially a bone-in wing oh yeah it's it's on your fingers and your it's face on, it, and your face and yeah yeah that, that's where that's it gets bad. problematic but if you can if you can dip it then you're you can be okay i mean it's still killer hot but at least it's not on your face and on your hands and, and hurting you other places too yeah, like I I sweat enough as is. I don't need food to help me with that. Exactly. Outside of mass quantities and the meat sweats. Right. Exactly. All right. That's a lot that we got to today. And of course, it's a, another time where we're like, hey, I don't know how much we're going to have. You know, good that we have all these extra emails. And we had a lot of stuff still to get to. A lot of stuff on the cutting room floor as well. So I want to thank our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Ma- Mazda of Orland Park. I almost tried to like slur that together. I don't know how I would have done that. Oh, like and Crestill. <laughs> and Dr. Squatch, promo code IMFAT20 for first-time buyers with orders of $20 or more. That saves you 20%. Follow us on all the social media accounts at I'm Fat Pod. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Patreon, check out T Public. There's always it's another sale that's right around the corner. I'll get through this without, you know, I don't know how I'm getting through this uh, without great. just com- completely losing it. All right. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Same thing all over again because it helps us out because manipulating numbers. Yay. Rate and review the podcast. <laughs> He's Jay. I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today.